Hey Dave, seems like you're always the noob, mate. Only 15 Terry Pratchett books. What are you playing at? Get your finger out. Dear, oh dear. <laughs> always the noob. Ah, oh, I don't know. What are we going to do with you, eh? From fairy tales to happenstance, the dice rule every random chance. Take off your coat and stay a while, we'll roll in that deep percent time. Hi everyone, it's Dave. That was Colin, of course, the legendary Spike Pitt that you heard before you heard TJ Drennan, of course, and my amazing Deeper Centile theme tune. This episode is all call-ins responding to the Terry Pratchett episode I did uh, a little while ago now, and it won't make very much sense to you unless you've listened to that episode, and then maybe that episode won't make a great deal of sense to you until you've listened to Liran and Jeff's Tome of All Dooms episode where they attempted to persuade me to read some more Pratchett. You should definitely check out their episode of Tome of All Dooms, uh, which I very much enjoyed. Hey, Dave, it's Joe, man, and that was... A fantastic episode dude it was one of the most touching and melancholic episodes i've heard in a long time like seriously man um i mean it didn't bring me to tears but it was it was right on the edge there dude so you know uh, i just thought that was awesome man uh and you know, if you do decide to pick up some Pratchett, which it does sound like you're gonna, I recommend Good Omens. I think it's super fun. It's hilarious. Um, and yeah, I don't think he's really trying to get across any specific message or anything like too over the top in it either. So that's my piece. Anyway, man, thanks a lot for that. Peace out. Hey Joe, great to hear from you, Joe Richter from Hindsight Lysicals and Wheel or Woe. Hope you didn't find it too melancholic. Yeah, I didn't know it was going to go there when I started recording it. But uh, that's the anchor thing, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, I'm glad you're enjoying the show, Joe. It's always good to hear from you. Thanks for calling in. Oh, you know what? I'm going to say it. I did read Good Omens. I read it when it came out. Um... And I didn't massively enjoy it. My friends were nuts about it. Some of my friends still quote it now, but I didn't. Even I enjoyed the Pratchett novels at that time, and that one, I didn't. I didn't have the sense of humour for it. Um, and I wonder if it's. And I know this is sacrilege to say it, and I love the Sandman comic books, but I wonder if it's because I don't enjoy Neil Gaiman particularly as a novelist. But Good Omens left me cold. I'm sorry to say that. Joe. Alright, I've got quite a few of these, so I'm not necessarily going to say a great deal in response to each one. And next up, I've got a call in from Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. 
Hey Dave, Jason here, Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Just want to say I enjoyed hearing your response to Jeff and Liren's defense of Pratchett. I really enjoy the back and forth and the discussion. I, I, I'm going to have to break down and go read some of these books. I haven't ever read Pratchett. Of course, I know of him. Um, for some reason, I was thinking they were long books. I don't know why, but you get you gave the impression they're not very long. So maybe I'll force one into my busy schedule. Thank you again. You know, discussions like this I find very interesting. And as much as I love RPGs and talking about that, I would just as soon talk about these kind of things. Well, not just soon, but there's definitely a place for these discussions as well. And they're important. So thank you again for encouraging this discussion and for, you know, continuing it. Thanks, Jason. Yeah, I enjoy it too. That's the point of Anchor to me. I like to mix it up. I don't mind if there's not RPG stuff and I like where these discussions go. Thanks for the call in as always. Glad you're enjoying it. Next up, we got Liren. Liren, of course, from Updates from the Middle of Nowhere, and it was Liren and Jeff that did the episode of Tome of All Dooms that I was responding to in the first place. Hi, Dave. It's Liren. Thank you so much for your response to our podcast. I really enjoyed that. And it makes sense. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, I it feels like you have associations with those books that aren't even really about the books. And I have things like that in my life, too. It's funny, there are some things that I hold really dear because they're associated with my grandmother. Um, Shakespeare and Edgar Allan Poe are two things that are like that. She first introduced me to them and bought me big leather-bound copies of, you know, really fancy gold-leaf-edged books that were their full collections. I believe the Bronte sisters were in there, too. And it's funny because I read Wuthering Heights. I really did not enjoy it very much. But we talked about it and I I feel like I gave it much more of a chance because she loved it. So I know what you mean about sharing stories with loved ones. I can definitely see where the stage of life that you're in when you read Terry Pratchett can have a big impact on how you read it. I also think that, for me at least, things that I did in certain stages of my teen years felt much larger and more dramatic than they would have felt at any other time. Well, because everything felt more dramatic than it has at any other time in my life during that age range. But, but so I can understand what you're saying. I just, I don't know. I guess when I read your comment, it sounded like you thought that uh, Terry Pratchett was just for, you know, angsty years and that people would outgrow it and adults couldn't enjoy it. So I'm not saying you were saying that. I'm just saying that was kind of how it sounded to me. So anyway, I'm really glad that you enjoyed our episode. I enjoyed your response very much. Um, I I hope that you're able to pick up, you know, some Pratchett and enjoy it. And if not, that's okay to each their own. Thanks, Liren. Very much appreciate the call in. I've enjoyed, uh, well, I enjoyed listening to the original episodes and I've enjoyed this uh, back and forth as always. Uh, and I'm not sure how much we disagree Um yeah, a lot of that episode, as you say, was quite a lot about me, I suppose, and not really about Pratchett at all. But it's all right to be self-indulgent occasionally, isn't it? Next up, we've got Che Webster of Roleplay Rescue. Hey, Dave, it's Che. just wanted to thank you for the Terry Pratchett bonus episode. And you kind of got me going and listening back to uh, Time of All Don't... Uh, Time of All 
Dooms, is it? Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Liren and Jeff, great. And uh, started listening to that. But I kind of with you. I uh, I too read Pratchett early. I actually got about eight books in. I think um, something around the Guards, Guards is the one I started but never finished. And I've not read one since. And uh, yeah, like you, went to uni and uh, for some reason I left them behind. So kind of get where you're coming from. And I wanted to say me too, just so that you didn't feel like you're the only one in the world who felt like they outgrew Pratchett. But that being said, my dad loves them and still loves them. And uh, like you, there's some poignant stuff in there too. But anyway, thank you so much for the episode. Game on. Of course, having sent that message, I now feel like an absolute intellectual snob. <laughs> As if uh, somehow beneath me. I just, I don't know. I didn't like very much uh, the direction that those books went in and um, felt like there's more interesting stuff to read. And so, yeah. But I don't know, maybe I'm an intellectual snob. My wife says I am. Um, oh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know if that's the what you need to hear, really. Cheers, Che. Yeah, I don't really know what I was doing invoking Umberto Eco as an alternative. But there, well, there certainly was a, a, a long period in my life where I just thought life's too short to read fantasy. Um, and I'm realising now as I get older that life's, <laughs> life tends to be too short for a lot of things. Maybe life's too short not to read fantasy. Um, but hey, we aren't the only ones who agree on this. I've got Arlen now, Arlen Walker of Live from Pelham's Wasteland. Hey, Dave, it's Arlen. Um, was listening to your Pratchett episode and thought I'd call in and tell you just a little bit about kind of my experience with Pratchett, which is that I did not read any Terry Pratchett as a, a, a pre-adult um, and only tried one after I had already, um, you know, hit adulthood and, and started reading some of the other stuff you were talking about and had a devil of a time kind of getting into it and getting, I don't know, I, I kind of agree with you about the age thing that to me, at least it was really hard to, um, really just not, not exactly what I wanted from a book that I was reading at as an adult anymore. And, um, and saying that I, I, feel like it's totally fine if people are still into it or got into it as adults and have stayed into it or whatever else. I just, for me, I kind of agree with you that there's something about it that it, uh, it sort of seems to me as a, a lesser option. I, I can't help but think I could be reading something um, a little bit different uh, whenever, when I read Pratchett, I, I sort of couldn't help but have that. And in particular, one of, you know, you mentioned a couple of different really good authors um, and, and Umberto Eco in particular, I'm pretty sure I read Name of the Rose around the same time that I read the, I can't even remember, I think it was The Color of Magic. Um, but it, uh, and of course, it's no shame to be arguably not quite as good as as Umberto Eco or uh, another 
Jorge Luis Borges always comes to mind as the comparison with something is if I'm reading this, I could be reading Borges instead. And would I, would I be doing myself more favors by reading Borges? I don't know, but it's a, a hard, uh, hard task to put it up against that. Um, Anyway, and then I was also going to say I I really sympathize with you talking about the kind of way that um, life path and education has created some separation with your your family and your parents. In my case, I um, I went to magnet school in middle school and high school, which was kind of an odd an odd setup. Um, was really rewarding for me, but definitely not the normal experience of what middle school and high school are like for most people. Um, and then I went, I don't know about prestigious, but definitely to an expensive private college instead of going to the public college. And then it turns out that I have some kind of mental things going on that uh, are sort of generally a bit of a, a gap between me and, and most other people, including my family. So I, I thought I would just call in and say, you know, man, I really sympathize. My dad jokes when I give him books for Christmas that it's going to take him a month or two to read an Arlen book because he can only read about five or ten pages at once because they're so dense. Um, anyway, I, I just wanted – I felt like it was worth kind of sympathizing Thanks, Arlen. I appreciate the call-in. Uh, thought-provoking, as usual. This is something that Arlen and I have, Arlen and I have had exchanges about before. Um, it, it, it just is okay, I think, to make judgments of literary quality, understood that we're not all going to agree. Um, but I, th I think it is valid to sort of weigh up your time and think, what am I going to get most out of? Um, I've got another one. Anyway, we've got Goblin's Henchman to round us off, uh, also in broad agreement. Hi Dave, Goblin's Henchman here. Got finished listening to your Discworld episode, uh, Terry Pratchett, and I have to say I have a pretty shared experience with you on that. I think I, um, as a teenager, read every single one when it came out. I think my mum used to buy them for me for birthdays and Christmas because she realised, you know, I liked them and it was an easy present to get me because she knew I would like it. But um, I think I got up to about Hogfather. I think I bought We Men, The Final Continent, Last Continent, and um, possibly The Fifth Element, uh, Fifth Elephant, but never actually read them. They sort of sat there on my shelf thinking I would get round to it. And I think I found for me, I just... I think it's this sort of energy and commitment that you've got to make to it. I don't think you can buy into a Discworld novel as a kind of, well, it sounds a bit strong and easy read, but I think you've you've got to, like, commit to the comedy, otherwise you're just you're sort of treading water, and I didn't have that energy anymore. Anyway, cheers, bye. Yeah, thanks for calling in again, Mr Henchman. I do appreciate these call-ins. Sorry I haven't said a great deal about them today, but uh, I had quite a few, which I'm very pleased about. I've got quite a few more lined up over the next... Uh, over the coming days, so I will catch you soon. Thanks again for the call-ins. All right, little live bit. I'm down in my living room. I'm just about to 
all of my Pratchett's are on a shelf behind a whole load of other stuff. They're DVDs, actually. It's like I'm, it's like I'm breaking a brick wall that I've put over them. But as I mentioned, my mum kept buying them for me, so I've got a whole bunch here that I haven't read. Um, and I'm going to get the DVDs out of the way. So, yes, I thought so. When Jeff mentioned Nation, I had not read Nation, but I do own it. I hadn't realised it wasn't a Discworld novel, so... Um, so I might give that a go. Yeah, look what I've got here, which is a broad more Reaper Man, Eric. I read more than I thought. Equal Rights, Men at Arms, Feet of Clay, Pyramids, Good Omens, Jingo, Monstrous Regiment. I've got my mum bought me two copies of that. Interesting Times, Sorcery, Guards, Guards, Masquerade. Actually, The Colour of Magic isn't here because it's in my son's room a couple of months ago. I got out The Colour of Magic because I thought we might be just the right time. Yeah, um, there's another one that snuck in there because it's got a Josh Kirby cover. That's interesting. Um, oh no, it's got Tom, it's got Terry Pratchett in there and Tom Sharp, Knights of Mad Madness, Further Comic Tales of Fantasy. Yes, it's got a Pratchett story in it. Yeah, I've got loads here I haven't read. As I say, I stopped round about Hogfather. There are dozens and dozens here. Not any of the uh, the Young Witch series that Jeff and and uh, Liren were recommending. Carpe Jugulum's up there, up there as well. The Dark Side of the Sun, I remember really enjoying that, one of the sci-fi ones. I've also handed to my son the Truckers series, Truckers, Diggers and Winds, um, thinking that he might be, this might be the ideal time for him to read that. Yeah, Jingo, Jingo I never read, it's there on the shelf. Soul Music, that was great. And I always had the idea of doing a, there was, there have been various, GURPS did a Discworld role-playing game, but I got all the stuff, I got the various guides to Discworld, I've got the, the Discworld map here and the streets of Ankh-Morpork. This would be great for an RPG, wonderful items. I was absolutely... Uh, absolutely obsessed with it back in the day. Anyway, the first one I'm going to look at then, because it's a standalone, although there is part of me, part of me says if I'm going to bother, I go back to The Colour of Magic and I work my way back up, but maybe picking up one of these later ones, maybe Monstrous Regiment, um, and then, you know, just relying on my memory. I, as, I was, as I was talking about it, I was remembering all sorts of things I used to love about it, just relying on my memory to, to fill in the gaps. I'll give it a go. Anyway, I'll let you know how it goes with Nation. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to contact Dave, please leave a message on Anchor, email dpercentile at gmail.com, or find him on Twitter at D underscore percentile.